Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of the Invasion TV podcast. Our podcast is a conversation between two unmodeled minority TV junkies breaking down the Asian characters we loved and very much disliked on television. I'm Kathleen. And I'm Patricia. And for this episode, we'll be talking about the Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D., which include Melinda May, Sky slash Daisy slash Quake, and Jimmy Woo, and all the incredible Asian actors who play them. I just want to start this episode off by saying, uh, taking us back to our college years. Um, I went to UC Irvine. Uh, I majored in socio and minored in psych. And one of my classes was like the sociology of Asian women, Asian American women, I want to say. And one of, I can't remember the exact prompt, but I had to write a paper on like Asians on television. And this was 2013, 2014, um, like the first or second season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was totally going to write about um, Chloe Bennett and Mina Wen. And for whatever freaking reason, I decided to talk about Mike and Tina from Glee. (laughs) (laughs) And I will somehow dig up that paper, but I'm sure it was trash. (laughs) Are you proud of your decision? Because (laughs) No, because honestly, like I haven't read it clearly in like six, seven years. But thinking back on writing it, I'm just like, I think I said like such great things about seeing Mike and Tina on TV. I don't even want to rehash that because we're probably going to save that for another episode. But I just wanted to mention how sad I am that I did not carry on writing about um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. broke so many barriers. (laughs) Well, okay, now you're going to redeem yourself. Talk about (laughs) Agents of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. um, We wanted to also talk about this, obviously, because um, Patricia and I started watching WandaVision together and then Jimmy Woo pops up and then we were thinking about what our next episode could be and I was just like Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> so yes we will be talking about him as well later on in the episode um, but going back so the show follows S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and for those who don't remember because I never remember what the heck this stands for S.H.I.E.L.D. stands for Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, the show follows S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who solve cases that haven't yet been classified. Um, And I read this article, which was really funny because it's like, how do you summarize what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is about? Because it is, and Patricia, I watched the show like throughout all of its seven seasons, but Patricia never watched it. And she was just like- Yeah, she was trying to explain it to me and (laughs) there was just too much. So I tried watching it and it was still- a lot <laughs> and that's what it's that's honestly as much as I love the show that's w- what one of its faults were is just like it goes everywhere they like mm. travel through space through time they bring back rand or not bring back but they bring random marvel characters and you know that's obviously marvel in general or comic book shows in general they bring so many different characters or whatever but there was a couple seasons in shield that was kind of like <laughs> Uh, everywhere. And I also will attest that to them trying to follow what was going on in the movies, but we will also get back to that too. (laughs) So um, yeah, the first season kind of goes in this like procedural uh, manner. And then later on in season two, 
after S.H.I.E.L.D., the division was dismantled. It becomes about the rebuilding of S.H.I.E.L.D. again in secret, and then the discovery of Inhumans, a superhuman race, saving the world, etc. So the show started in 2013 and ended 2020, and the creators were Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancheron, which... We don't know if we're pronouncing her last name right, but she also apparently does not know how to pronounce her last name right, so we're going with that. Um, If you're a big Marvel fan, then you obviously know who the Whedon brothers are. Um, They are heavily involved with MCU, Um, and it was really cool that uh, Marissa was part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because there was heavy intent from her part, on her part, like to immerse the show with a lot of diversity. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just with the Asian characters that we are mentioning, but beyond that and seeing the other agents who are Black, Latino, etc. So Marissa is Thai and she and Jed are married. So she's a super talented writer, creator, showrunner. She did all, all of that for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. An actual Asian of S.H.I.E.L.D. herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she acted, right? In it. Yeah, she was like all of the above. Yeah, so really cool. And um, but so when she and her husband like created this show, she was insistent that one of the main characters would be Asian. And that's how Mingna Wen came into play. And then with Chloe Bennett, it's like the character wasn't Asian, um, wasn't written as Asian. But then once they saw like Chloe Bennett, they wrote her as Asian for her. Oh, so cool. I love that. Yeah, like that's that's what should happen. Like, you know what? If the actor was really good, yeah, why not? Pick (laughs) the most talented person, regardless of ethnicity. And if they happen to be this person, like Yeah. (laughs) Right in in. in their actual ethnicity and not make them like something else for no reason. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) Uh okay, so let's get into the characters. Character one. Mingna Wen as Melinda May, a.k.a. the Cavalry. So Melinda's character, who doesn't even actually go by Melinda on the show. Um, mm-hmm. She goes by May. Mingna Wen goes by May. Agent May, yeah. Um, is described as broody, um, not to be messed with. She's a legend in the show. Like, she is a overall badass. And in the first season or two is definitely like haunted by a dark past. We definitely got to see so many different angles of Melinda in small bits, right? Because obviously, again, this show is about them being agents and superheroes. But Mm -hmm. the fact that we did get to see her mom in an episode, her dad in an episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it was so cool. Okay, we should talk about her credits. So okay, yes, for obviously. those who don't know Mingna Wen, um, okay, like I said, I only watched like a few episodes and I was with my mom and my mom was like not paying attention, but she looked up and she was like, oh my gosh, I know her. She's in like <laughs> ER, Joy Luck Club and soap operas or something that my mom used to watch. But um, obviously we know her as Mulan. And For me, when I first watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that was like my first time physically seeing really Mingna Wen because like mm. obviously for Mulan, I just know her in her voice. Like, you know. Wait, so did you know her voice? Oh yeah. I mean, or like you, you looked can, it up. 
No, 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 no. Like I knew Ming Na Wen because I just like am obsessed with people's filmographies. So it's like <laughs> I know most of Disney actor voice actors or whatever. But um, you can hear it. You can definitely hear Mulan. And like again, May is portrayed as like very stoic and like monotone and just yeah. like it's just not Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what we found cool was that her parents. <laughs> yes. Her mom yeah. was also in Joy Luck Club, and her dad was um, the emperor's the emperor's like assistant. And okay. Kathleen was so like, oh my god, his voice sounds so familiar. And of course, it was Mulan. I'm telling you, man, I have a thing <laughs> about voices and faces. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so her character, from what I saw, because I didn't watch too much, like her character, she obviously had a, ba- a past and. Um, she it's like you see this like again she's this stoic like woman who's considered like um who's really good at what she does like she's good at martial arts etc but then you look into her past she was also like an ice skater when she was a kid and Mm -hmm. she had that traumatic experience in that one episode where it um yeah so the the reason why may is so dark and just emotionless is because so they do a flashback of like explaining exactly what traumatized her and it was like this she basically had to kill a superhuman child because obviously this superhuman child was wreaking havoc and actually killing other people so it was like obviously she had to do what she had to do but oh my gosh that reminds me of um carol from walking dead dude yeah (laughs) yes 100 percent. actually yes that is they and then they become badass and it's like oh yeah yeah it's like it's like the most maternal people too me no one even comments this about may but like she is actually she cares so deeply but to like protect herself she has to like keep that barrier up because like you know otherwise she would like fall apart and Mm -hmm. um you definitely see that character development with her and her relationship to daisy slash quake slash guy <laughs> in the sense where um you know like she's stone stone cold whatever and then obviously as she gets close to this team it's a family and i and i think that's actually the heart of agents of shield that they're a family and they were all just random characters that they like threw together and it freaking worked man it like i loved it and um so ming ming na or um may and colson so also sorry it for people who don't realize um agents of shield came right after the avengers which is if you remember the movie i'm sure you do but it, it agent phil colson dies in the movie theoretically mm-hmm. and then so in agents of shield he actually surprise isn't dead and so it, it kind of explains how he's alive which there's a lot he dies and comes back a lot. <laughs> there's the a show. lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I'm like done with the show, but I can't even, I wouldn't even begin to like be able to explain all of that. Um, just go to Wiki or whatever. But <laughs> uh, so, so in this little family that they have, um, May and Colson are kind of like the mom and dad. And it's, it's actually like the dynamic is so great. I, I really enjoy it between them. I know this is like the first time you really like saw her physically. Mm-hmm. 
when we watch her interviews, it's like she's completely opposite. She's, yeah. She seems kind of dorky in a way, in a yeah, cute way. Yeah, no, and she's so sweet. And, like, I yeah. think what was what's also cool, and this is, like, such a silly, like, parallel, but, like, Mulan was, like, a fighter. And, mm-hmm. like, seeing Ming-Na Wen portray also, that in real life. And as, she does like, her own stunts. Is so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so going back to what Patricia was saying, we were watching interviews of her. Um, it was so cool because she talks about how obviously her parents were like typical reaction of Asian parents who are like, well, not typical, I guess, because maybe things are changing now, but like back then, right. She was like a theater major and her parents were like, Oh yeah. People go to college for theater. (laughs) (laughs) She went to Carnegie Mellon university too. Her parents don't care. (laughs) But um, she mentioned this, like she said this really cool and she was just like, you know, like I got to play a doctor. I got to play a lawyer. I got Mm -hmm. to play an agent, you know, and it's just like so cool because she did end up (laughs) fulfilling her parents. Yeah. Fulfilling her parents' wishes. In some way. Yeah. In some ways, you know, so I love that for her so much. So yeah. And then going, moving on to Chloe Bennett and how she is kind of like, it's cool because Chloe is our age. She is actually, Mm -hmm. I think she's born 91, 92 or something, but like she's our age. So she grew up with Mulan and Mulan for her was that first kind of like, this is like the first time I'm seeing myself on screen, you know? And like, she ended up working with Mulan. Like how insane and cool is that? I think that's so awesome. But yeah, I, I loved um, Melinda May, the character, and I hope we get to see her Oh, I guess we'll talk about that later. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Character two, Chloe Bennett as Sky Johnson slash Daisy slash Quake. So her character is first introduced as this witty conspiracy theorist, like civilian orphan computer hacker who later discovers she is inhuman with seismic, aka earthquake producing powers. Yeah, there's, again, a lot going on in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> um, Sky is, in the first season, her name's Sky. Sky is adopted, or not adopted, she is an orphan. And so there's kind of, like, this whole mystery behind, like, where she comes from, right? And so mm. in the show, they make it seem like Phil and May are her freaking parents. So for the longest time, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, are they her parents? <laughs> they are not her parents. <laughs> Oh yeah, her mom does end, or her parent, her real parents do end up getting introduced in a later yeah. season. So yeah, like okay, so then you find out Sky's mom Jiaying. They ended up writing her as the first um, Inhuman. She was working in a clinic in China with her husband when they had um, Sky. I keep pausing because of all her different names, but anyway, so. She turns into Daisy when she realizes who she is, like mm-hmm. when she gets reunited with her mom and her dad. And that's why her name changes to Daisy, which I, I was like really upset about. I was like, why are they changing her name? Oh, and okay. Quake slash Daisy also discovers that Jiaying, her mother, also had a daughter before having her, um, played by Diane Doan. Uh, her name was Cora. She was evil. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, so lots of family drama there. But, it, you know, it was just, like, it was really- There were a lot of evil Asians on the show. Yeah, there was a lot of Asian <laughs> representation on that show. Shout out Marissa Tantrone. And Okay, one more one more mention. 
Marissa, again, she is a jack of all trades. She also had like a two episode story arc where she played an Asian baby girl. And I'm <laughs> not even joking about that. It was really funny. It Wait, was- what? Why didn't I watch that episode? <laughs> <laughs> All right. After this, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yes. Um, and it also is with the person who I wish she ended up with. But mm. anyway, mm. his name is Deke. Oh my gosh. Okay. Talking about Chloe again, obviously we're on her segment, but like I actually met Chloe Bennett in real life. <laughs> and I think that's why I really, really like her. Um, and this was during my phase of like, when I saw celebrity and like, mind you, I, again, like have just like an eye for people. Like I recognize people like really your well. Your phase? You still no, don't shut do up, that? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but okay, whatever. Fine, fine. Fair, fair, fair. But so, okay. So we were working, I don't know if you were working. I don't think you were working there yet, but so I was working like the MTV movie awards or something. It was okay. an award show, right? Yeah. First season, second season of agents of shield. I was a ticket taker. She walked <laughs> through my door. And I think this was already when Instagram was like a thing and like, yay, as a super fan of so many celebrities, like you get to follow their lives and just like see them in like a more personal level or whatever. But so she came to my door when I was ticket taking and then I told her I loved her so much and she asked for my name. Oh. And she's like, oh, she was like, oh, thank you so much, Kathleen. And then she like, wasn't was big like, yet. I just, I don't think. <laughs> I even think now she would be like, hey, girl, what's up? Yes, I do what's remember up, you. What's up, Kathleen? You took my ticket that one year. <laughs> no, but I honestly think that's like why I also, okay, when I say I give her the benefit of the doubt, oh. I say this in reference to her spotty dating career. I'm not even going to mention yeah. his name because he's trash, but- and I know that we have, we as fans slash people in general <laughs> have no place in like talking or commenting on anyone's dating life, really, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was really weird and out of place or out of character. I feel yeah, like. I, I, I do feel like that was because um, I didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like I knew about it, but I didn't watch it. And so when um, that was really the only thing Chloe Bennett was in at the time that was the only thing she was in and so when her name popped up like with that news mm-hmm. I had to ask Kathleen I was like wait so do we still like her I, I... we do okay okay we no do. and then I watched interviews yeah. she seems very um charming yeah she is an egg and she's the charming that I like like it's not too over the top mm-hmm. um it's like my right amount of quirky Okay. It's yeah. not like it's not like um Zoe Deschanel's character quirky or what is it? Like um yeah, so it's not like too much of that. It's like a little little farther back. But anyway, she's um, relatable, but speaking yeah. of her history though, Kathleen told me that she was in Big Bang's Tonight <laughs> music video and I was upset maybe I still am I don't know but I was obsessed with Big Bang yeah which is a like which which is a k-pop group this was 2011 right I think this is I think so yeah yeah so also oh yeah let's take it a step further or a step back so Chloe Bennett Bennett is actually not her last name or her her birth surname whatever Mm -hmm. her last name is actually Wang so She ended up changing it because it's so sad. Um, she wasn't getting any roles. Like basically, whenever she would get into casting or 
go up for roles, they would say she wasn't white enough or wasn't Asian enough. And I guess, obviously, as we know in Hollywood, <laughs> white people get more roles than Asian people. So hence the hence the change to Bennett. But I do think it's cool because Bennett is actually her dad's first name. And so that's why she changed it to Bennett. So I guess also like fans or like non-fans are just like, why would you change your last name? Are you ashamed of your Chinese heritage and things right, like that? Right, right, right. But little do they know she was a Chinese pop star. <laughs> that introduction though. It was it was an awful music video. I love <laughs> and she how hates much it herself. she hates it. Yeah, I love how much she hates it. And like, it was I, so bad. Like, I couldn't last 30 seconds into it. I was just like, no, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment from this. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so like, it's called Uh-Oh, if anyone wants to look it up. I love how much, like, I love how it's, like, still on the internet and how she's just like, yep, that once upon a time, I tried to be a Chinese pop star, you know? And then she became, like, a freaking Marvel superhero. Like, Yeah. Like, the f- oh, the, first, the yeah. first Marvel Asian superhero on, like, television or yeah. on screen in general. Um, in our research, there is, like, uh, some differing opinions on whether Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is part, is canon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, regardless, I- it's still a Marvel show. Yeah. And, I, and again, I love Chloe Bennett. Like, I love her character. Her character really did a lot. Okay, going back to this, she really um, had a lot of character development, obviously, throughout the show. She starts off, again, as this, like, orphan hacker. And then at the end of the show, you forget that she was even a hacker. (laughs) Like, you think that this is her contribution to the team. She, like, hacks computers. But what? No, she has, like, superpowers. Like, but so... She becomes also like a badass fighter. She actually ends up becoming a leader of the S.H.I.E.L.D. team, right? Because there's a period of time where like Coulson kind of like goes missing slash dies. And so Daisy ends up taking over and just so cool. She's like, and her, I feel like her acting also grew so much too. And let me tell you, those crying scenes that she has, (laughs) and there are some crying scenes in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like- so well done because I, I, and I think that's like what sucks too. It's like, I don't, I'm not going to touch too much on this, but like the Whedon brothers did a great job with like Mar- uh, the Marvel movies. I feel like they did, but, um, and they also worked on the show, you know? So it's yeah. like, if you like, why, if you are a Marvel fan and if you haven't seen agent, like, I feel like if you're a Marvel fan and you've watched agents of shield, you'll know it's like a good show. And like, it didn't start off. Good, it, I will say it was, it, it was a rough start, but it does pick up after that plot twist. Uh, <laughs> plot twist okay she her, loved him her. she loved him <laughs> who apparently also slept with agent may okay <laughs> yeah yeah dude i'm telling you lots of drama lots of drama <laughs> but okay so a- another thing that i love about chloe in real life is that she's always been very outspoken um and even now like uh during the 2020 election she was super she drove a lot of like asian americans to the polls uh, especially her Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan base. Um, uh, a lot about like, the Asian hate happening um, and also about diversity on television in general. Uh, there's this article where she mentions, like, she gets asked a lot, obviously, about diversity because she was, in fact, the first Asian superhero in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says, like, but I think once it normalizes, 
diversity, that's when we've really hit a place where things have changed. When it's not a unique thing that we have two Asians leading a show. It's not a unique thing that we have an Asian female showrunner. So uh, while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should be celebrated for having these like huge milestones slash like breaking the ceilings and whatnot, it's like she also recognizes that once it becomes normal is when we've truly reached that like we made it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When it's not that like, oh yeah, that's that's what makes it cool or whatever, you know? So like I I love that she's very aware of that. Um but yeah, it, it, if you compare her in the season seven to season one, it's just crazy how much she's changed and just in a good way though, obviously. Like mm-hmm. again, there's so much character development in superhero shows because like obviously it's like a focus in strength and like confidence and I mean, you could say that about any show, I guess, but there's like a, <laughs> there's a visible physical, I feel like aspect to superhero shows. Um, but yeah, I, I really, okay. One thing I was like, I did kind of like was eye rolling with her character. Her, she ends up being with the person who was supposed to be with Agent Carter. Does anybody remember that show? So that was like another failed, that was not another, sorry, I don't want to say it like that. That was a failed, um, spinoff of like a marvel movie um unfortunately but so agent carter was the love interest of captain america right so like her love interest in agent carter ends up being daisy's love interest for the end of the show and you don't like that no because uh, okay so there was another character who ends up being from the future and is actually the son of Fitz and Gemma but yeah so she they end up kind of throwing on this like I feel like they did some sort of fan service so it would be like oh cool they did that and what's funny is that he's from the past and they brought him back forward because Agent Carter is set in like the 40s Oh gosh. Killing you. Yeah, it's a there's mess. a lot. There's but a I, lot. okay, I get it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I loved her. <laughs> Character three Randall Park as Jimmy Woo on WandaVision. So earlier we mentioned that we wanted to actually do this Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode because um, of WandaVision and Jimmy Woo's appearance actually inspired it. So WandaVision basically describes what happens to Wanda and Vision, um, three weeks after Endgame, the movie. But at its core, it's a show about grief and with the power and imagination, how far one would go for their loved ones. That is the easiest summary (laughs) we can provide without spoilers. Um, So yeah, it's set in 2023, five years after the blip in Infinity War. And so we're talking about Jimmy Woo. um, And his character is this dorky by the book former agent of shield turned fbi who stumbles across weird shit happening in <laughs> westview new jersey and um like for those who don't really like follow all of the marvel movies you might have not ca- caught this but he was also previously in ant-man and the wasp the movie and he was um scott lang's parole officer so in the show, like, he doesn't even really come up until, like, episode four, and that's where you see him as an FBI agent, and he's more serious, whereas in Ant-Man and the Wasp, he was 
more comical. They have him and Scott, aka Paul Rudd, have a really great like dynamic going on because obviously he's like Scott's parole officer. And so in the movie, Scott talks about so he's basically on house arrest, and Scott talks about how he got so bored he learned this cool card trick. So Scott shows Jimmy this card trick, and it, it was a really interesting. It was a really interesting um like interaction between them two because Jimmy's kind of like, I want to learn the card trick. So when you watch WandaVision and Jimmy gets introduced for the first time, he like whips out his business card and it's basically the card trick that Scott Healer. shows him. And uh, <laughs> the <that's> growth. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> his character de- his character <laughs> development, so amazing. Oh my God, props, 10 out of 10. He actually learned it from a magician and it took him <laughs> several days. <laughs> so cute the hard work he put into that yeah you know what like I, a small I, role i th- th- that's the thing though i really feel like randall park has been on television for so long actually yes and like <laughs> i i feel like we're seeing him everywhere right now yeah. like and we'll go in depth about randall park in a future episode because he's yeah. obviously like we don't want character to... fresh off the boat but yeah, yeah. which we will <laughs> get to eventually <laughs> but like that's another thing that I love about like just Marvel and superhero shows in general. They do such like good nods and Easter eggs. To, yeah, like, they they really do, and it tugs your heartstrings. And it's just like I love it, love it so much. But yeah, Jimmy Jimmy was a side character. Yeah, um, like he, he apparently also- had two big moments: that card trick when he got introduced, <laughs> and then the second one is um in episode six where he has like. A quick fighting scene yeah 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 so but interesting enough like um jimmy woo slash randall park and i i feel like it might be randall park really inspiring this but like when wandavision introduced jimmy twitter went wild twitter was like we need more jimmy woo like you know yeah so like some like little little fun facts about Jimmy Woo's character like not just in one division but um so in Atman and the Wasp he we find out he's a youth pastor and then in WandaVision like we find out he grew up in Bakersfield California which is like kind of a middle of nowhere ish place it's um, the midwest of California yeah well known California but he also <laughs> says that because he grew up there while other kids like um idols were michael jordan his idol was elliot ness which (laughs) i did not know who that was so i i watch a lot of like mafia and mob shows or whatever um and elliot ness was a real life character or real life person (laughs) who was a prohibition agent so pretty much jimmy woo is a snitch (laughs) <laughs> how do we feel about that yeah you know what i don't know if i love jimmy's character i didn't do we like cops yeah mm, we're we're an a cab podcast <laughs> adding that to our bio <laughs> sorry jimmy woo like you tried i know but... i know which is funny because agents of shield is technically like a military division anyway but Oh, Jimmy Woo is not an exception to that, you know? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if he ever, like, uh, maybe he in gets the more spin-off. <laughs> maybe in his spinoff, we'll see where, where, where that goes. And, and, okay, wait, yeah, going back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just, like, complete lack of, like, acknowledgement within the Marvel movies, 
I forgot what she was saying or in reference to like really that quote about her being like, why are we always ignored? It's they weren't asked to be in um, Infinity War. Like when literally all of the supposed Marvel superheroes like come, like they're not on it. And it's just kind of like, I mean, none of the Netflix like Marvel superheroes are in it either. Yeah, whatever. So (laughs) it's just, I think all the shows just get snubbed pretty much by the Marvel universe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, maybe, no, I mean, and she wasn't necessarily talking about, I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in general. She was talking about the TV shows. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard because like, you know, Jessica Jones and Mm -hmm. Daredevil Daredevil. do just have a different vibe in general from the the they're just darker (laughs) they're not as like they're not family friendly i guess i guess but that's a whole other story (laughs) um but i mean despite her being very vocal about that she obviously would love to play quake again because it and and i i loved what she said i love how she always talks about agents of shield because she really is like you can tell how grateful she is to like having been a part of like an asian driven an Asian American female, a female Asian American show, like both yes. behind the scenes with Marissa and also alongside May, you know, and just like diverse in general with her other co-stars, um, how she was able to play her, um, and how it just became, you know, part of her really. And I just love when that happens to like main characters or not main, not even main characters, but just like actors who get to play, characters they genuinely love like Mm -hmm. and you can just really believe it you can like see it and believe it so yeah and then as for jimmy will he ever get his (laughs) (laughs) spinoff we shall see in like a decade or so it's super fresh randall park is like how old 40 something he'll look the same when he's like i know i know i love that because okay going back to may Going back to Ming-Na, she's 40, or sorry, 57. Mm-hmm. So if they did put her in the Black Widow movie, she would theoretically be playing a younger version of herself. Oh, yeah. Like, what? But also, if you see her now and see her when she was, like, walking the carpet of Mulan, she looks the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Asian don't raisin baby. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, it's crazy to me. So Rondo Park's probably playing, like, a 30-year-old. TBH forever. (laughs) (laughs) Not just Asian Jim. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. Yes. Can you talk about that, please? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So there was this Conan interview with Randall Park, like briefly talking about um his like career-ish, yeah, because of WandaVision and everything too. And um he actually does not remember his role as the Asian Jim and the office fans all know him. Yeah, and I and I feel like not even Randall Park like they people just love that episode because of Dwight's reaction, right? Yeah. But like the fact that Randall Park, a a very successful actor at this point in his life, like career, like went in like several years ago in that for that episode to record like mm-hmm. an hour. He said he went into the studio an hour and then left and then just forgot about what what the hell he just recorded and then like and then so when like fans would come up to him to this day saying like asian jim he was like is this some sort of racist like hate crime <laughs> shout out to like netflix reviving yeah the office right 
Because it was like, it, I mean, it was technically an older show. So like a lot of younger kids, I feel like right now are yeah. like. That's why he even noted. He's just like, it, it was season nine and it was like the office was already on the outs. Like, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. It's so I do iconic. Love that. Yeah, because he talks about his like, he talks about how like social media and like how he read a book where it was basically like social media is evil. So he was kind of like, man, I got to get rid of this stuff. And then when he realized he was like getting famous over Asian gym, he was like, I think I should get back on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Randall Park. He's great. Oh, oh, okay. Another funny thing. Patricia mentioned uh, Jimmy Woo is actually, um, he was a former agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Another freaking Easter egg going back to Marvel's magic, but in like an episode of like season two. So Jimmy Woo's character into Marvel is actually from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, when Mm -hmm. Melinda May was going through her phone and Jimmy Woo was one of her contacts. So boom, that's so funny. He was actually on Marvel several years ago, guys. (laughs) They were friends. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And and going also so again everyone is so gung ho about Jimmy Woo being a spinoff a potential spinoff um, especially with Disney Plus coming out with all of these new Marvel shows, um, but one of the things that has been rumored right now is this whole Agents of Atlas, which to be honest I'm not too familiar with um, in terms of like comic books, but it's basically like an Asian like Avengers in a way I wouldn't say like it maybe not Avengers but like kind of like a Justice League um it's like a collective of Asian superheroes yeah well Um, let's also like I mean mentioning that too like this was rebooted kind of like in 2019 to be all Asian superheroes yeah (laughs) because the original Agents of Atlas was not but yeah, um, and I think it came out like around 2006, six. 2008. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And these are superhero characters like that started from like the 50s, you mm-hmm. know, and then the official title of like Agents of Atlas came out again, like Patricia said, 2006. But recently, 2019, it got rebooted as like this Asian collective of superheroes. So for all the Filipino like comic book fans, like, you know, wave. wave. <laughs> yes. Okay. So out of all of these Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D., who was your favorite? I really will go with my girl, Chloe. I'm going to go yeah. with my girl, Chloe. I love her. I love her maybe because of also her real life personality, seemingly internet personality, but you know, <laughs> she seems very genuine is what I'll say. Uh, but I'll also for Sky and for Daisy and for Quake and everything she went through on that show, because another thing I didn't get to touch on Okay, I are I actually already mentioned this that I did not like how they what they did with her love life, even though her love life obviously isn't what makes Daisy Daisy. Mm-hmm. But she went through so many lovers, and they all ended in tragedy, <laughs> except for this guy that she ended up with. But I they all died, really. No, the well, yeah, because one was evil, and then <laughs> the other guy died. Died, and then she had like a thing with like um. Oh my god, Ghost Rider? Do you remember Ghost Rider, yes. the movie? So they have a storyline of Ghost Rider in Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was also a mess, but like he was hot. Um, but she had like a little thing with him, but then it never really came to fruition. And I don't need to go down her, I don't need to do it. I just like that made me sad for her. So, but whatever. So you feel the most for her. Yeah. 
Okay, from from what you've seen, um, obviously in the little that you've seen between all of them, who who do you think made like a bigger impact, like, or or even in your research, like what who do you think like made the bigger like, wow, they changed stuff. I don't know about change stuff, but like the one that I was most excited for was Chloe Bennett being in Big Bang's music video. <laughs> so I'm gonna, my answer is Chloe Bennett. Um, I don't really know if I like Daisy, Sky, Quake, whatever, but <laughs> yeah, 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 just by association. Yeah. <laughs> because no, we're not, we're not um, going with Jimmy Woo. Yeah. I actually just like love Chloe's like background in general. Like she, she has such a, like she grew up with six brothers. Her parents adopted like black kids, Filipino guy, like half Mexican brother or something like so she grew up with an already very diverse family and then started a career in china my girl also just announced that she's gonna play blossom in this cw live action of the powerpuff girls i hope it's not a train wreck but i love that she's like still going on this whole thread of being a superhero like uh, oh yeah no? <laughs> um i hope she remembers you <laughs> I scanned your ticket. <laughs> so that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you weren't too confused on all of the Marvel stuff. I think Kathleen explained it as best. <laughs> Thank you so much for bearing with me. I appreciate it. Um, she loves this show. <laughs> I or she loves Agents of Shield. I love WandaVision. Like so. Um, we balanced each other (laughs) yeah there you go if you watched it let us know are you also in love with chloe bennett as much as Catholic is are you in love with jimmy woo i don't i mean whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh okay thanks again guys uh please follow and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts uh also please leave a review if you're an apple podcast listener they really help a lot with how people find us and we'd love to hear from you in general. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Invasion TV if you don't already. And we post and share. Thanks again and stay tuned for our next episode. Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. out. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs>